So we got that. Yeah. That's fucked up already. But that's only one way that you can like do this kind of thing. You also have the Dungeon Master's Guide, which has its own set of like instructions about how to make monsters. And it says, if you want a full monster stat block, use the following method to create your new monster. Now, I have seen people contest that this is maybe mm. not the best way of doing that. Um, but we'll follow along, at least, until we find something we disagree with. So, name. What name do we want? Uh, I don't know that the name is particularly important. I feel like it would probably just have the name of Professor Flimdywim or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that the, the big bad would probably call it my ultimate creation. Yes. Or, or something like that. But uh, yeah. I don't know that it necessarily needs a name. No. Uh, then, what size do you want? Tiny, small, medium, large, huge. Or I think he's got. Well, I think we've got to go large. I, I think, think he probably should be large because he's going to be bigger than medium. What with, with like fucky things that have been done to him, but yeah. like, like even humans are medium. So we probably don't mm. want to go larger than large. Um, type. A monster's type provides insight into its origins and nature. The monster manual describes each monster type. Choose the type that best fits your concept of the monster. I am just going to look at Donjon's list of types. I mean, I mean, easier. obviously monstrosity is kind of implied um, here. Yeah, I think we're either looking at monstrosity or yeah. aberration. Um, but I think monstrosity is probably closer to, to what we want. Because definitely monstrosity like conjures up this idea of you look at it and you go, this thing should not be, mm. which is... Uh, what we want to imply here. Alignment. If your monster has no concept of morals, it is unaligned. Otherwise, it has an alignment appropriate to its nature and moral outlook, as discussed in the player's handbook. I want to say lawful evil, because it's like it's an evil thing by its nature, because of how it was created, but also it's mm. being compelled to be evil by the big bad, yeah, okay. so it would be lawful evil. Ability scores and modifiers. Monsters, like player characters, have the six ability scores. A monster can't have a score lower than one or higher than 30 in any ability. A monster's score in any ability determines its ability modifier. If you can't decide what a monster's ability scores should be, look for comparable monsters in the monster manual and mimic their ability scores. Okay, so I feel like we should maybe look at... Because what I'm thinking is, is we look at um, Mage in the back of yeah. the monster manual, because that's what he used to be. Mm. And then we, like... We rebuild him. Mm. We have the technology. The one million dollar yeah. wizard. And I tell you what, uh, a million gold is probably not uh, not going to find a lot of people wanting to take that to construct this horrifying yeah. thing. <laughs> right. So um, I should like get my notebook to write this down if I want to like actually do this properly. Uh, pen. So a mage has. A strength of 9, a dexterity of 14, a constitution of 11, an intelligence of 17, a wisdom of 12, and a charisma of 11. I think now is the part where we have to like really decide what we want to be fucked up about this guy before we start like changing stats to reflect that. Yeah. I kind of feel like he's still kind of got his old intelligence and charisma. Well, maybe. yeah, but I mean, like, literally, what does he look like? Like, what horrible thing has been done to him? Because you said you didn't I'm want thinking... him to be like the the no. traditional like yeah, I'm thinking spider thing. Okay, like, kind of like a horrifying snake monster, but instead of just one snake tail, it's like four. 
Are you suggesting that I'll like he can slither on them, but he can also like stand up on the ends of them, like they're like um, like Doc Ock's claws? Yes. Kind of? Yeah. But he, yeah. he just like from the waist down, he just like splits. I mean, into there's some more messed up shit with them as well. Yeah, but, yeah like, absolutely. But like, that, yeah, that, that principally, principally, his absence of legs are the like oh shit. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe he's got like a, a thing in him that like I don't know fires down some shit. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm, I am liking like, this idea that he can, like, prey on the fears of, like, both herpetophobes, is that what they're called? I don't know. And um, arachnophobes. Like, yeah. alternately. He can either be, like, slithering yeah. along or he can, like, stand up and go... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like this, I like this idea a lot. And that would probably make mm. him large when he's... At least when he's in, like, spider, like, arrangement. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm liking this. Um, that's... Probably gonna buff his decks, I'd have thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking also he's got like four arms. Um, um yeah, maybe. Oh maybe maybe like do that um that like general grievous thing where instead of like giving him two additional arms, they've uh, just like yeah. taken the the bones are called something, but like made it so that each arm is like smaller and only has one piece of the, the bone in it. And it's just yeah. like held together by like a metallic yeah, yeah. splint or something. Definitely, like that. That sounds fucked up. Yeah. Um, I feel like because he's mechanically assisted, we want to like give him a much higher strength. Yeah. Which is fine yeah. to do because the mage only has a challenge rating yeah. of six. So, do we want to go with like maybe sixteen for both strength and dex? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I'm I'm thinking this guy in terms of aesthetic that like his head has been stretched out like abnormally large. And the, the the skin is sort of stretched upon it to a point, and then it's like you know. But this is like just aesthetic. Oh, yeah, thinking. definitely. But you definitely. can definitely still see his face. Um, yeah. When you like, but it's, it's just... been stretched out. Are we thinking like the alien from Alien? Kind yeah, of thing? Like yeah. And then this into... face. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm 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 down with it. I'm liking this. Yeah. Um, constitution. Like a guy like this would probably be pretty sick. Yeah, but, he's not but doing also, good. Also, like <laughs> being partly biomechanical, like. I feel like we want to give him like a low constitution score, but then yeah. give him constitution saves. Yeah. Because it's like he's pretty sick, but also being part machine, there's like some like poison and shit that you try and do to him that just doesn't yeah. work. So constitution, I think we'll uh, we'll stick that down to a seven, but with a note for. What if what if electricity heals him? Electricity magic heals him. I like him. it. Like... I like it. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think like what what's the damage type called? Because it's not um, called electricity; it's called something else. Yeah, is I'm it really like shock? I don't know. Actually. It might be shocking damage. Um, I probably just want to look it up. Like, definitely, it helps to know all the damage types when you're doing. Actually, it will probably say in the book somewhere. This is just statistics. Let me see. Hit dice. Damage. Use the table. Damage output. Um, does, it, does it actually say what the types are? Slashing uh, pierce, bludgeoning, fire, cold, poison, acid, psychic, necrotic, radiant, light. It's just lightning damage. Oh, okay. Well, lightning and, damage heals him. Yeah, and, thun and thunder is sound. Yeah, but I think that probably does not heal him. Yeah. Lightning damage heals him. Um, intelligence, I think we want him to keep most of his intelligence, if not all of it. Yeah. So, like, he's still a spellcaster. So, Absolutely, probably we'll just yeah. leave that unchanged at 17. Yeah. What about wisdom? 
I kind of feel like that's okay because I don't think he's going to really use wisdom rolls that often anywhere. He's not. I kind of feel like I want to do a similar thing to what we did with Constitution because, like, obviously he doesn't have as much mental defense because he's been taken over by the big bad. But you can feel like maybe there are types of psychic attack that just don't work on a biomechanical monstrosity, so give him, like, saves on that as well. So maybe cut him down to 10 and then give him, like, con saves and whiz saves. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think he can't be charmed because that's just... Yeah, um, so charm immune. And I think we we want to plummet his charisma because... Yeah, because he is gross. <laughs> yeah, he, he fucked up. So um, yeah. maybe charisma of five there. Now, um... Unexpected challenge rating. Rating monster. Where where are you expecting me to read this? Uh, Choose a challenge rating for your monster. See step one under creating quick monster stats. For more information, you will use the proficiency bonus in later steps. So dot it down now or remember it. Ah, creating quick monster stats. Um, Well, we want uh, this guy. I think we said we wanted his lackeys to be three. Do we want him to be 12? Yeah. All right. So CR 12. What does that give us? Um, it gives him a proficiency of plus four, and though we may change it later, an armor class. I think of seventeen for yeah, 17. that works for kind of this. I think yeah, because he's like squishy and hard, yeah. depending on which bit you're you're in. Yeah. Um, hit points they recommend uh, two hundred and thirty-six to two fifty, but since this guy is a boss monster, I think we want to be at the top end of that. Mm. So, HP, roughly speaking. 250. I mean, obviously, as with all of these monsters, we kind of want to like give a, a range defined by dice, but yeah. Um, his attack bonus, it says, should be plus 8. That seems pretty devastating. I'm okay with plus 8. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Attack bonus 8. Um, it mentions damage per round, but it doesn't really specify like how that should be achieved, so I think maybe we leave that for the moment. Um, and a save DC of 17, which... Yeah, if anything he does makes you want to have a seven, uh, save, then 17 is pretty devastating. Yeah. Cool. Armor class. A monster's armor class has a direct bearing on its challenge rating and vice versa. Well, we already decided we were okay with that, so we probably yeah. don't have to worry about it. Hit points. Um, monster's hit points have a direct bearing on its challenge rating and vice versa. You can determine... Uh, right. Okay. Um, so it says that for hit dice we should use d10s because he's large. He's okay, large. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we want the median here to be 250 so hmm, how much variation do you want to allow hmm. I would actually have to look at some monsters to see like how they handle this I'll maybe look at dragons because I think they're round about where we want to be with this dragons okay blah, blah, blah. hit points 21 D20 plus 147. Okay, in that case, you have like 147 plus at minimum um, 420. Mm. Wait, hang on, what? Yeah. No, that's not right. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, 21 times 10 plus 21 times 10. Yeah, 420. What? What am I missing here? <clears throat> oh no, it's it's 21 times 1. Right, no, it's it's 20. Yeah, 20, 21. Ta- okay, mm, right. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know, like, how how to, to calculate that. No, so, okay. I would say, like, if we want it to be around about 250, we maybe want to, like, have it be um, 10d10 plus 200, because yeah. then your minimum is 210, and your maximum yeah. is 300, which is around about where we want to be. So let's say yeah. like, 10d10 plus 200. Yeah. All right. Um, now, the... What was the next bit? Damage, vulnerabilities, resistances, and immunities. Yeah, lightning damage heals him, which is a special ability. He's charm immune. Is there mm. any other like damage we want to mm. make him like immune or not immune to? Mm. I kind of want to say necrotic, but maybe not. I feel like, like he's not undead. Is the thing like like I want to say necrotic as yeah, well, he's not. but I feel like we we have to like be like this isn't an undead yet. Um, so yeah, his. Parts could maybe give him resistance to necrotic. Yeah, resistance like, to necrotics. Yeah, it doesn't hurt him as much as it hurts like a fully organic being, but it still hurts him. Yeah, I feel like he should be. Is there like there isn't water damage in um, this game? That's no, I stupid. Think frost damage is the um, closest to water. Yeah, I would say frost. What? Because obviously, hmm. super colding metal doesn't all, like you know. Yeah, I would say he's susceptible to frost damage. Uh, all right, so um, It would be interesting to see the effects of heat metal on this guy, though, which... Hmm. But I, I feel his reaction to heat is the same as something normal. I don't think he's, like, immune to heat damage, and I don't think he's weak no. to heat damage, yeah. if that makes sense. I think, it, like, heat metal's a good way of getting rid of him, because he's partly metal. So, but, like... attack bonuses. Um... Oh, wait, is that what we're supposed to be doing? Oh, maybe, actually. Okay. Well, I don't want to use the table for attack bonuses because it says this is one of the ways you can do it. You can either use the table, which the uh, the expected challenge rating gives you like a thing for um, attack bonuses. Oh no, it does give you attack bonuses. Okay, well, yeah, well, we have the attack bonus, which is plus eight. So yeah, we need some attacks for him now. Okay, I think the obvious one is like well, he's yeah. got his spells, obviously. I think another obvious one is like I want to say bl bludgeon with I think one I of his legs. Want to say piercing. I want like the idea where like okay because I'm I'm thinking about these like the um the sort of uh, thing where it's lots and lots of little plates that make like a flexible thing which means that you can make them rigid and so if yeah. he's got like this pointy like tail leg you can just yeah. like stab it into somebody okay yeah 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 um and maybe like we give him multi attack and say that he can do two of those and cast a spell or like do something else with his hands yeah. um in the same mm. turn so. Multi-attack, two leg attacks, plus one action with human half. So whether that be wielding a weapon or casting a spell or whatever. You know as well what, what I want to give him? I want to give him the ability to open up his mouth unnaturally wide and to let out a piercing sound and like like a banshee and cause some sort of, of sound damage. Are you thinking in the of like wave? that bit from the mummy with like the... Um, the yeah. The, priest or whatever like the the lackey mummy where like they scream at it and then it just like screams unnaturally largely at them so hang on yeah uh, like attack yeah yeah plus eight uh piercing what what damage die should that be using i would say one i, I don't know mm, whether that's 1d10 like... maybe 
Oh, okay. So if we're not going to use the table, which I don't particularly want to because it's really confusing, um, we should try and base like the uh, the damage on like a weapon. So what's an equivalent weapon mm. to like stabbing something with your non-flexible flexible leg? A lance, I suppose. Um, um probably. Yeah. Or a javelin, yeah. pattern. No, not a javelin because you throw those. Yeah, a lance. Yeah, yeah a lance or a spear. Yeah. Tools. Here we go. Weapons. Um, blade, pike, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, do lance? Oh, lance is one d twelve piercing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, one d twelve. Yeah, it's a lance. So we. Um, it's, it's so it's one d twelve. It's plus eight to hit, and then one d twelve plus. And I think this would be based on his strength and his proficiency. Yeah. So his proficiency is four. His strength bonus, his strength being um, 16, is plus 3. So that's ultimately plus yeah. 7. I think that's just a physical attack. Like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, it doesn't poison people or anything like that. Yeah. He has other abilities for that. I, I like the uh, this idea of his, like, weird scream. Yeah, sword arrow attack. What, what should... What, what, yeah, what, what, what sonic yeah. attack? Should, um, I what feel should, what should do? they have to make a constitution save... And if they fail it, they're nauseated, perhaps. Like it's like hearing a brown note almost. Right. So is this thunder damage? Yeah. All right. So, um, and it's one of these uh, you you save to take half damage, right? Yeah. So, um, everyone who can hear, uh, con save for half damage, and then how much damage are we thinking? Um, I say two D eight. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Since that's yeah, that's a decent thunder wave anyway. So two D eight. Thunder. Hmm. Yeah, and since he doesn't have a charisma modifier, we won't yeah. give him any bonus. Um, and I, I kind of feel like it's uh, it, it's one of the. It has like an effect of I don't know, like like. I think not not like, knocked prone, but like in some other way, like immobilized or maybe disadvantaged. Maybe like anybody yeah. who doesn't make the save gets mm. disadvantage. And if you don't save, disadvantage until his next initiative. Cool. So he's also a spellcaster. Um, yeah. What level does he cast spells at? Uh, well, he was a mage before he got turned into this thing, so he mm. probably should still cast yeah. as a mage. I mean, it'd be good if we could link it in with him being a transfiguration teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, like, maybe give him some spells that pertain to, like, transformations. Mm. So, oh, the irony! Mage. We're sorry, we're sorry, Professor Flumdywum. <laughs> right. So he has four cantrips, mm. and I'm gonna say like he has like half computer brain or whatever now. So he doesn't necessarily have to have the same spells, but he should probably have. No, it doesn't matter. We'll give him like four cantrips, and then four first level spells, and then three of all the other levels up to fifth level where he has one. Yeah. Which means we got to pick some spells for the guy, um, because yeah. those are the yeah. ones that he has prepared. Uh, hmm. So, I mean, magic missile is an obvious one. Um, it is. What yeah. self-respecting um, wizard doesn't know magic missile? I feel like I want to look in the. Oh no, I don't want to look in the player's handbook. I want to look in Donjon because Donjon will allow me to sort by school, which, if we want to have a transfiguration teacher, is probably something we want, right? Because mm. he would have like yeah. um, transmutation yeah. uh, spells. Uh, transmutation, right? So, what are these? Components, concentration, casting time, class. 
we want wizard. I feel like he would have mending. Yeah, yeah. Like he would he would want to be able to repair himself like Bastion. Yeah. <laughs> Bastion who is now stronger than God. Yes. I love that person who was like, what god would allow this? And then the next person in the post was like, Bastion is now stronger than God. What does he care for the whims of such a being? <laughs> so, um, cantrips, mending. And we need three more. Uh, unfortunately, like, the transmutation cantrips available are not, like, super good. So maybe we want to open it up to um, enchantment, maybe? Yeah, I'll sure. I'll see if, like, there are any good enchantment cantrips, mm. uh, level cantrips. Uh, I don't actually, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, enchantment also, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, there is one, and mm. it's friends, so maybe not enchantment, maybe we were looking for, um, evocation yeah. instead. I'm <laughs> just imagining this horrific monster guy casting friends. Yeah. I don't uh, know, he'd be super convincing. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, I think maybe we want to give him shocking grasp. Because that yeah, yeah, fits absolutely. thematically. And then... Um, hmm. Maybe Prestidigitation, just because he's probably going to be doing quite a bit of theatrics. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, he'd be doing... I, I think it's Prestidigitation that allows you to, like... Oh, no, maybe it's Thaumaturgy that lets you make your um, your voice, like, deep and booming or something. Yeah, like. it, it, it I is. I should yeah. look up Prestidigitation to make sure that it actually does shit that we want it to. Because if it only has effects that are not particularly useful to him, then obviously he's not going like, to waste his time with it. Um, so you can make like special effects. You can light or snuff out small fires. You can clean shit, which we know because Matt is constantly using that to make it so that Silas does not ever have to take a bath. Um, you chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour. Um, you make a colour, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or surface for one hour, or you create a non-magical trinket or an illusory image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. I don't know that these are super useful yeah. for the for this guy. Maybe we want uh, we want something else. Um, hmm. What about thunderclap? Yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, the best thing about shocking grasp, of course, is that he can use it to heal himself just by electrocuting himself. Yes, obviously. It's like, we've almost got him down, we've almost got him down, guys. He's like, no, you don't. And he just grabs himself and gives himself an electric shock and everyone's like, god damn it. I mean, like, I believe Shocking Grasp, like, they have it. Yeah, like, oh, um, oh, shit. He uses 3d8 for Shocking Grasp. So that's like, I, I, I mean, I presume, because the spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level, 2d8, uh, and then 11th mm. levels, 3d8. Oh, no, hang on, it would be his spellcaster level, wouldn't it? Um... Oh no, the mage is a ninth level spellcaster, which means that he does get two d eight, which is yeah. plus, that's that's um, cure wounds right there, isn't it? That's a pretty good cure wounds, um, and of course he can like choose to succeed, he yeah. cho choose to fail the uh, the the roll on himself. So, wow, that's neat. So um, thunderclap, which is uh, there's no description available for that one. Um, maybe. Mm, I feel like it's in flavour for him to have message so that he can like order the little yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh -huh. brainlings around. But on the other hand, I don't know how that would manifest mechanically. We might just be able to give that to him as an ability because it would only ever come up in fluff. Just yeah. like make him like wired in to to them yeah. rather than wasting yeah. like it. Maybe just give him light? I don't know. 
I guess, mm, or possibly Firebolt, because it occurs to me he doesn't actually have like a ranged mm. thing. Yeah, Firebolt. Yeah, Firebolt's pretty good. Yeah. All right, Firebolt. Um. Right. So first level spells. Um. We have five spells we're supposed to have. He has four slots, but he has five spells. So I guess I should like search for, rather than cantrips, evocation and transmutation first level spells. What the fuck is catapult? Uh, oh, right, okay, that's, I, I, I don't have that. So just PHP, please. I don't have, um, I forget what the book's called, the, uh, that it's, it's calling E. Um, hmm. Like, I feel like we could give him Witch Bolt. Yeah, sure. Because Witch Bolt, like, always struck me as a particularly cruel spell, which is why I made um, Mason take it. Because it's, mm. it's like, it's about sustaining, like, torture of, of the, uh, yeah. the enemy. So we're giving him Witch Bolt. Um, is it redundant to give him Thunder Wave if he already has the screaming ability? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. So we don't really need to do that. No. What about Long Strider? He can, like, make himself faster. Or other creatures faster. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> I feel you fight him in a pretty big arena with lots of hiding places as well. Like, Yeah, but like, he, he just goes, like, snake mode and just, like, gives himself Long Strider and just, like, um, you know, slithers after you. And you try and climb up the wall and he just, like, goes spider and, and comes up Yeah, and you're like, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is horrible. Oh wow, what? Use such a creature, the target's speed increases by 10 feet until the spell ends. Do we want to give him Expeditious Retreat as well? Yeah. So that, like, he's just super fast? Yeah. This is going to be a nightmare for all oh, no, like, hang on. Snake I think... and Spider-phobes. Oh no, no. One of these is a concentration spell and the other one isn't, which means that he can do both of them at the same time. Nice. That's excellent. Um, hmm. Witch Bolt's good. Uh, I'm just thinking, do we want, like, do you want to just give him, like, uh, Chromatic Orb and Magic Missile? Because he needs some options, I think, for, like, Yeah, hitting. easy enough. And the problem with the Transmutation ones is, at the... They're really weird. Well, no, at this level, they're less about, like, transmuting other people and things, which I think is what we want him to be doing, and more about, like, transmuting yourself. Yeah. Which is interesting, but we could also just give him inner abilities that do those sort of th sorts of things. So I think yeah. making him speedy with spells is, is easy enough. So magic missile and um, what did I say? Chromatic orb. So second level, where he has three slots, I believe. Yes. And... Two spells. Alright, so these next three levels are three slots, but two spells. So we got to be a bit more careful with what we're choosing then. Uh, second level. Ooh, this. Oh, wow. I think we definitely want him to take Alter Self. Uh, it's yeah. a second level transmutation spell. Casting time, one action. Duration, concentration, up to an hour. You assume a different form. When you cast the spell, choose one of the following options, the effects of which last for the duration of the spell. While the spell lasts, you can end one option as an action to gain the benefits of a different one. Aquatic adaptation. You adapt your body to an aquatic environment, sprouting gills and growing webbing between your fingers. I can kind of maybe see the, the tentacle things as like actual tentacles, so maybe he could yeah. like follow you underwater. You can breathe underwater yeah. and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. Change appearance, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. I don't think he'd use that one a lot, but natural weapons. You grow claws, fangs, spines, horns, or a different natural weapon of your choice. 
Your unarmed strikes deal 1d6 bludgeoning, piercing or slashing damage as appropriate to the natural weapon you chose, and you're proficient with your unarmed strikes. Finally, the natural weapon is magic and you have a plus one bonus to the attack and damage rolls you make using it. Yeah, yeah. I think he definitely... And obviously whenever he does these changes, he does it in the most horrendous... Oh yeah, absolutely. Possible. Like, yeah. the natural weapons just come, like, bursting out of what little flesh he has remaining. Yeah. Or something like that. Or just, like, rip it. Yeah. Um... Ooh. No, his rogue trick. I don't think he'd need spider climb because he yeah. probably can just do that anyway. Like spider climb is an innate yeah. ability he has. Um, I don't think he needs shatter because he like screams anyway. Yeah. Um, hmm. um, I don't think he'd take dark vision. I think he should have dark vision because I think the big bad would mechanically have given him dark vision. Yeah. Like night vision goggles or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I'd make him take magic weapon, except I don't think he carries weapons. He would no, just have I wouldn't. his like stabby claws. Yeah, uh, I think Melf's acid arrow, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I think that kind of works as a balance because it gives him an evocation one and a transmutation one. Yeah. And acid seems like in getting splashed with acid is pretty horrifying. As mm. like. A horrible thing you could expect a biomechanical menace to do. Yeah. Right, so, Melf's Acid Arrow. Third level. Three slots. Um, right, so third level. Oh, shit. What, what are we going to think of now? Um, how does... Oh, okay. Maybe Donjon just doesn't want to show me that. I see. Well, I will just go and look it up in the PHP then. Fuck you, Donjon. Yeah, fuck you, Donjon. Uh, page 255. Lightning. So no lightning, bolt. lightning. Lightning, lightning, bolt. What is that? A stroke of lightning forming a line 100 feet long and 5 feet wide blasts out from you in a direction you choose. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Oh lightning. yeah, the, pur the purple avenger had oh, this, yeah, remember? Right. I feel like that's a spell he'd have. Yeah. He can't really heal himself with it because there's no way for him to get in, in the way of yeah, the like, game. But yeah. it still like makes sense that he would have like electrical attacks. Yeah. So lightning bolt. And if that's an evocation spell, which it is, we should probably choose a transmutation one for the other one. Um Yeah. Is this the yeah, last one? He only one? gets like two spells um of each level up to fifth, and then at fifth level he gets one spell. So um Right, okay. There's fly and gaseous form, but I don't know that we really need him to have more movement options is the problem. I know, yeah, Ga Gaseous Swarm would be, like, fucking amazing, no, but it, yeah, it I don't think... No, it kind up, like, all the work we've done making him this horrible, like, terrifying mach machine person if he just turns into gas sometimes. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't even know if, if in somebody's world that would work or whether he'd, like, all his robot parts would fall off or something. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, this haste. Blink. Yeah, again, teleportation, I don't we need him to teleport is the thing. Like, it's terrifying no. enough that he can... Um, water breathing, uh, I don't think we need, because Alter Self will already give him water breathing and he doesn't need to give it to anyone else. Oh, what about slow? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he could slow other creatures down. All right. So yeah, that's... Yeah. Slow. yeah. Nice, because he can just, like, um, halve their speed and give them a minus two penalty to AC and dexterity saving throws, and they can't use reactions. Which is going to be pretty mm. good for, like... You know those those um, fighters and paladins who can do that thing where they, like, protect somebody as a reaction? 
Like, if he goes to, like, stab yeah. somebody with his oh, legs, man. they can't do that, right? Yeah. Uh, fourth level. Again, three slots, two spells. Okay. So, oh, a smaller number of, of spells to choose from here. Okay, so he gets Polymorph. I feel like he probably should take Polymorph, just because, like... Yeah. What's the point in being a transmutation wizard if you don't know Polymorph? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so Polymorph. Hmm. Actually, what are the limits of Polymorph? Because he could probably do some pretty horrifying stuff with it. Oh, well, fuck you too then, Donjon. I'll look it up. 266. Yeah. Fuck you, Donjon, uh, again. This spell transforms a creature that you can see within range into a new form. Uh, an unwilling creature must make a wisdom saving throw to avoid the effect. A shape changer automatically succeeds. The transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points and dies. The new form can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the target's. The target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains its alignment and personality. Yeah, I mean, like, he, probably just that was a spell he had before. Yeah. Uh, what else should he have? Um, uh, what about Resilient Sphere as the other one? Um, do you have your PHP? Uh, um, page 264. Yeah. A sphere of shimmering force encloses a creature or object of large size or smaller within range. An unwilling creature must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is enclosed for the duration. Nothing, not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects, can pass through the barrier, in or out, though a creature in the sphere can breathe there. The sphere is immune to all damage, and a creature or object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside, nor can a creature inside the sphere damage anything outside it. The sphere is weightless and just large enough to contain the creature or object inside. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's walls and thus roll the sphere at up to half the creature's speed. Similarly, the globe can be picked up and moved by other creatures. A disintegrate spell targeting the globe destroys it without harming anything inside it. That might be kind of cool. Yeah. If he, like, like encloses people in spheres. It's got that kind of, um... Uh, I, I think it, it, it works well with the theme. Like, I want to say it's, it, it has an alien-type theme, but I don't think it really does. Yeah. But I, I know there was, like, imagery of, like, people being enclosed inside, like, bubbles. Um, one of the times the Phyrexians turned up in magic. Yeah. So that they could be... And I think, um... Oh, I think the, uh, the, 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 the Strog from Quake mm. do it. And they're kind of, like, fucky and biomechanical. So, all right, let's, let's do um, okay, yeah. Otter Luke's Resilient Sphere. Otter Luke's Resilient Sphere. And then we get to fifth level, which gives him one slot and one spell. So I guess we'll have to make a decision between evocation and transmutation. Um... But it'll depend on, like, what, what do... Oh. I feel, I feel like the choice here is obvious. We want to give him yeah. telekinesis. <laughs> Do it! Like, telekinesis is just, like, the obvious choice for, like, fucky um, boss monsters. Yeah. Uh, that's not how you spell telekinesis. Telekinesis. Alright, so those yeah. are his spells. Now, given that this guy is a boss monster, there is something else that I want to do. Because I feel that if he's, like, this level 12 boss, he's, uh, he's not the big bad, but he is a... In, in his lair, which is probably mm. like a, probably like a lab or something. Yeah. Like a cave lab where uh, a mad scientist would be. Yeah. He's going to have legendary actions. Now, legendary actions are bullshit. They're, yeah. they're designed to be bullshit. Uh, legendary actions are, for those of you who have never played a character high enough level to encounter a creature that has them, abilities that a creature has that allow them to 
act often with devastating effect outside of the turn order. Yeah. Um, I feel like, for an example, I should probably find a creature that has them. I know um, mummy lords have them. Yeah. So if I can find those, or vampires, I guess, have them. I'm trying to think, like, does anything else have them? Uh, oh, liches have them, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, like, all the top-level undead have them, definitely. And I think there are... Right, so legendary actions. Um, the creature mm. can take three legendary actions, choosing from the options that are given. Only one legendary action option can be used at a time, and only at the end of another creature's turn. The creature regains spent legendary actions at the start of its turn. So not only does it get to have its own action... Yeah. It also gets to do shit at the end of your turn. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty good. Now, some of these ne uh, legendary actions, um, as I've noticed, cost two of these those three legendary actions that it gets every turn. Mm. Like, for instance, the Mummy Lord has something called Blasphemous Word, which costs two actions, and one called Channel Negative Energy, and one called Whirlwind of Sand, mm. which all cost two actions. So well, maybe we could, like... Give him some powerful stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I definitely, I definitely think one of them should be to summon more of his little spider minions. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's probably. Mm. Um. I feel like actually we should probably make that just something general like um interface where he like keys into like this um psychic network of all the necro uh, technomancers other yeah. creations and just like calls more help. Yeah. Because then you don't have to... Like, maybe if you came up with other different minions for him to have, he could summon those yeah. as well. So, legendary actions. Interface. Calls for help. Um, do we want to put some rules on that? Do we want to maybe say it takes them a turn to arrive? And yeah, he, yeah. like, summons so-and-so many hit dice of help? Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. So, takes them a turn to arrive... Shall we say, like, he would normally summon four of the little brain things? Yeah. So, if I look up the scorpion um, stats... Mm. Oh, yeah, giant, giant scorpion. Oh, four of them actually, like, comes to challenge rating 12. So do we want to just say he summons challenge rating 12's worth yeah. of monsters? Can summon up to total CR 12 of monsters. What else should it be? I, I feel like we should like give him the capacity to um, maybe not attack with his leg, but like make a human half action, just any human half action he likes as a legendary action. Okay, yeah. Because like, um, if you look at the Mummy Lord, for instance, one of its legendary actions is just it gets to attack. Right. And I feel like this guy is a little bit more interesting if he can use his like scream thing or cast a spell. Um, as a legendary action. Yeah. I'm thinking something as well, like electrical field. Like... Mm, yeah, maybe. He electrifies the floor in a sense and everyone has to roll dexterity to not be there. I feel like the floor in his lair might be stone, but he could make like a field of electricity around him. Yeah. Oh, or maybe it could be like uh, an electromagnetic field. Oh, yeah. Which would not only like cause electric damage to anybody within vicinity of him but might also like disarm fighters and stuff yeah but I magnets feel like, yeah that, that, <laughs> that, that one should probably cost two actions yeah i think so all right so legendary action magnets magnets everywhere <laughs> electromagnetic field two actions 
So everybody has to make a save, right? Mm. Um, and I'm guessing it's a dex save? Yeah. So um, A dex save to either, you know, get out of the way of the dex. thing or to hold on to all your weapons. Well, I feel like it's if you fail the save, you take half damage. Yeah. No, no, sorry. If you, if you succeed the save, you take half damage and get to keep your weapon. Whereas if you fail the save, you take full damage and your weapon just gets yanked out of your hand. Yeah, and like just sticks on one of his robot legs. <laughs> yeah, maybe actually. I mean, yeah. like he would presumably be magnetized by that. Yeah. And maybe it, it like it only falls off on his turn, mm. like when he gets his legendary actions back. And if you want it back before then, you have to like go up to him and like pull it off. Yeah. So uh, dex save. Um, if fail, how much damage do we want to stick on this thing? Uh, I want to be really. I want to be mean, but I don't want to be super mean. I mean, he already has like a a uh, a mass attack that he can do at legendary speed, that yeah. does two d eight thunder damage. So, given that this also has an ability that like kind of cripples some party member types, do we mm. really want to be that cruel with it? Yeah, I don't think so. Like we'll say one d ten, maybe. Yeah, one d ten. Dex save. Uh, Dex save on everyone. Within ten feet, shall we say? Yeah, man, this this party's gonna be s toasted after this, like literally. I feel like they've probably been like working up to to there being something horrible in this world. Yeah, land. and it's just what it is that's a surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're gonna be they're gonna be nice and like nice and toasty. They're gonna be very crisp around the edges yeah. after this. They're gonna have a lot. Of, they're gonna smell very very um, coppery and electrically. Take 1d10 lightning damage, and any metal weapon is disarmed and sticks to me. It falls off on my next turn, but if you want it back earlier, you have to spend an action yanking it off. Because I feel like once you're at like, high enough level to fight like this bullshit legendary action using CR12 boss. Yeah. If you're a fighter, you probably have more than one action a turn. Yeah. So, that's not like super hosing. Yeah. I think he should have one more. Mhm. Mm um and I did think of one, but I've just forgotten it. Oh yeah, the thing that I did with um the the prosthetic monstrosity was that it uh it um you know that uh that like disembodied cyberman head from Doctor Who that just like randomly like flipped itself open like down the middle and it had like a skull in it. I had the like the the prosthetic spider thing do that and every time it did um, everybody had to make a wisdom save because it was so horrible. Okay. I feel like we could definitely do something with like this guy is terrifying mm. because he's like an abomination a monstrosity of of, mm -hmm. of surgery and shit but I don't know what. Yeah. And I don't know what he could do that would take two actions, because I feel like the passage goes that this last one should also take two actions. I feel like it, it should be something like, I don't know, oh man, I don't know, like... But I also kind of want to, like, do something with the idea that, like, the thing about biomechanical body horrors is that they try and turn you into more of themselves. Yeah. So, like, maybe he makes a special kind of attack that, like, involves, I don't know, like, little spidery like skull clamps or something that uh that just latch on to people i don't know like the, i think the problem with that thing in fiction is that that's not really how like 
surgery to render something biomechanical works, but because it's creepy, like TV show writers and, and comic book writers desperately want it to work that way. Yeah. That it like spreads like a like a disease or something. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, no, never mind. I'm thinking, thinking about something later. Do we maybe just want to leave the legendary actions there then? Because I have an idea yeah. that we could give him, like, yeah. um, lair actions. Okay, yeah. So, at the end of uh, Knights of the Old Republic, you meet Darth Malak. Yeah. And he has, like, a bunch of Jedi in, like, back to canisters around his lair. Mm. And throughout the fight, he will sometimes, like, go up to them and start, like, draining the life out of them. And I feel like you could maybe do that with this guy, like just have like a bunch of of other trapped people just like in jars, mm. and he like you know drains them of life to to heal himself. Yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, he definitely has a lot of ways of healing himself, but I feel like that's a punishment for fighting him in his lair because obviously if there aren't any like people in jars around, he can't do it. Yeah, so, lair action. Actually, I should probably look up how, like, being in your lair works, because I think it does have rules. Uh, a mummy lord's lair. Let's, yeah, let's, let's use the mummy lord to explain this again. Oh, okay, so um, lair actions happen on initiative count 20, and lose initiative ties if you use initiative ties. We don't. Inactivity. Can't use same two rounds in a row. So he, like, drains jar human for mm. for we'll say like 1d6 plus 3 hp like it's not a huge thing yeah but he gets to do it for free in his lair yeah on initiative count 20 and i guess keep track of the number of jar humans there still are yeah because the player like apart from the fact that he would like use them all up eventually the players might like start smashing the jars to stop him doing it or something yeah. And you want to reward that, right? Yeah. What else could he do in his lair? Which is like a lab, I guess. And I've been thinking about the kind of, like, horrifying thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is it is the, the... Somehow showing the process of how it's done, or how it was done to him. Oh. Well, maybe that could be a lair action instead. Yeah. Maybe he has, like, a prisoner who's, like, in the middle of being converted or something. Yeah. And he just goes and, like, you know, rams a control or something as as the lair action. Yeah. And everybody has to, you know, they, they, they look on and they're horrified. Yeah. Um, so, advances, cyberization, I guess. Mm. Process of prisoner. I feel like this is a um, charisma save. Yeah. Um, everyone who... And see or hear, because presumably the prisoner is going to screen. Yeah. Here makes a charisma save. Uh, what happens if they fail the save? Um, some sort of paralyzed with fear, I suppose. Like or maybe actually just literally the effect of fear. Like they can't. Yeah. Move towards. I would say they can't move towards like where the prisoner is, which presumably would be where he is, right? Yeah. They have to spend their action moving away. If yeah. Fail. Get effect of fear on prisoner slab or whatever mm. until next turn. So yeah, that, that works better as a lair action, I think. Um, there are regional effects sometimes on lairs, but I don't feel that there would be anything like 
specific about like a cave lab or something that would be a regional effect like the mummy lords are things like you know food goes off instantly and stuff like that but it's like well what 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 are you gonna gonna do that might be it actually I feel like he's probably powerful enough yeah even though he doesn't have as many like legendary actions and lair actions as some of the other um, yeah, I, I think we've we've covered it basically. I, th- I think he's pretty OP. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 pretty 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 high. Yeah. Um, it might be that his like with all those actions and stuff, he should be bumped up to um challenge like a, a higher challenge level, maybe challenge level fifteen, like the other boss monsters tend to be. Yeah. Um, but I think if you decide to run this guy, we will leave that up to your own judgment. Yeah. At the very least, I feel that the players should probably be higher than level 12 to face him because he's not going to be alone, right? No, yeah. He has, like, minions and shit. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I will type this guy up and, mm-hmm. like, put him somewhere in the description. Oh, if anyone wants to provide art, that would be so cool. I oh, would yeah, that would be, be forever. really cool. I would, I would love, love that. That would be really neat. I would um, simultaneously love and hate that because presumably the art of this guy is going to be gross as hell. Oh yeah, it would be disgusting. Yeah. But that's half that's half the, the, the fun. Oh uh, yeah, the I want this guy to haunt my nightmares guys, come on. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I, I will stick that in the um, in, in the description because, I mean, the, the point was of the, the um, scenario episode that people could run that scenario if they wanted, right? I really should type that up as well. Yeah. Stick it in the, yeah, the relevant thing. But definitely... If you guys want to use this 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 guy as a monster, you should be able to. Yeah. And that's something I can do relatively easily. Um, I'm conscious I'm going to have to do a huge amount of editing already. We've gone on far longer than I expected. Yes. Uh, so I think we should probably wrap up now. We've we've done what we came to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've we have made you a horrific monster. What we've learned this podcast is me and Alex really love body horror, and we'll consistently always try and work it in wherever we can. Um, I'm really <laughs> sad that um, in the last session you missed the bramble oh. because the bramble is a concept I introduced in the Feywild and it's like because the Feywild is like constantly like it's different places are moving around Yeah, it can be difficult to get anywhere on foot because you have to constantly deal with the fact that places aren't where you left them so people use the bramble which is the bramble is like if flu powder from Harry Potter worked by the chimney uh, murdering you and eviscerating your corpse and then reconstituting you at the other end. Like, the, the first experience that the party had with the Bramble is that this, um, this satyr called Aoife is like, oh yeah, right, you, you just put this like golden blackberry in your mouth and then you say where you want to go and then it takes you there. And like these little like tendrils came up around her feet and then this massive spike just like bursts through her chest. And then the entire thing just like constricts her until like, um, like uh, you know, little, little um, bramble like spikes pop out of her her eye sockets and shit. Yeah. And then she just turns into like a skull, like a, a goat skull on the ground that just gets ground into powder and disappears. And the party have no frame of reference for whether that was like that. Yes, that worked correctly, or no, this woman is dead now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they all decided to do it yeah. in the end. And it's just like, you know, I'm gonna go off body horror again. We just, we love it, don't we? We really do. Yeah, I, I have the feeling that um, it was pretty, it was pretty body horrific seeing um, Maribel, like, uh, did did Asriel actually see her, like, go full, 
uh, Mantis? She hasn't went full Mantis yet, and she does not have the current capability to go full ah, Mantis. Right, but we're hopefully you guys see will that. see it. But it depends if you make it there in time. I seem or not. to remember like um, Asriel's plan is like in order to expose her to her electorate, we basically have to make them more racist so she transforms quicker. <laughs> Because then they'll figure out that they were tricked earlier and yeah, they yeah. won't get murdered. Yeah. So it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what mm. we've learned is that we like body horror and we like traumatizing our players. And also that you're probably going to be okay mm. just following the things that the Dungeon Master's Guide says about making monsters. Yeah, it's, um, it's fine, guys. If, if possible, find a monster that has most of what you want and modify it because it is definitely easier. Yeah. But if not, Maybe, you know, take an hour or so out of your time, like sometime when you're not DMing, and uh, come up with come up with a horrible monstrosity. Yeah. Be creative, guys. Be creative. Be cool. And, uh, mm. yeah. Obviously, if you have... I feel like... Mm, ah, I feel like, actually, if you want to send us monster ideas that you've made... Yeah. That's cool. You probably don't want to do it in the YouTube comments, because the thing about YouTube comments is uh, I don't know that stat blocks would work very well, paste into those. Yeah. But of course, you don't want to, I was going to say, you know, post links to it. You can't really do that because YouTube comments don't like you posting links to things because they think you're spamming. So I think instead, probably what's a good idea is if you like send it to our, our Twitter's work but our tumblers are probably better. Yeah, and to be honest, I've had a lot of really shitty notes from people recently on tumblers. If you want to send something nice to me, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> well, maybe maybe send either send it to us or tag us in it. I know that I track my personal tag. Yeah, I, I definitely check it every now and then as well. So. Right, so, so, so our, our, our um, names on both of those sites mm -hmm. are uh, Cleaver Crummish, which I will spell in the description, for me, <laughs> and Baroness Banff for mm -hmm. Beth. Yeah. That is also where you can find me on Twitch. Mm -hmm. You can find Beth at Baroness Banff on Twitch also, but she hasn't been streaming for a while now. I've had computer troubles, what can I say? Yes, it's it's not really a viable thing, but you yeah. can watch me and the plan currently... Uh, see, now I feel bad because like at the end of last episode I talked about Night in the Woods. We actually finished Night in the Woods, uh, and if you go to my YouTube channel, which is also Cleaver Crummish, you can watch the replays of that, which I encourage you to do if you're not going to play the game yourself, because Night in the Woods was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so amazingly good. And uh, but the current plan for Thursdays, I want to say... Yeah, Thursdays is I'm going to be playing Deus Ex, like the original Deus Ex. Sundays, I don't know. I wasn't actually expecting to finish Night in the Woods so yeah. quickly, so uh, something will have to come up for that. I think th Thursdays is Deus Ex. Eventually, my plan, eventually, when I get Twitch back and upcoming, is to do um, what I'm calling Silent Night. Which is why... Oh yeah, this is the thing you talked about where you play um, the Telltale Batman game but you pick not saying anything for every yeah every option. <laughs> Which I don't that know why... Good. Like, I think that would be a really funny... Like, it is always funny whenever you play a Telltale game and just refuse to talk to anyone. Mm. Like, it does give me some pretty funny moments so I'm, I'm hoping there'll be some in the Batman Telltale game which is all out now but yeah. I could only play the first couple of episodes because, again, computer problems. Mm -hmm. But there you go. I... Again, I, I really don't know what I'm going to be playing on Sunday, but you can tune in and find out. That's the great thing. So, yeah, we love any and all kind of attention or engagement that you can give us, provided it's not, like, Negative. anonymous asks with, if it, like, yeah. racist slurs in them or something. Yeah, it, a posit like, positivity. I, I, I feel like we, we, we... 
Well, I mean, obviously, like, don't send us random negativity, but I feel like we can take criticism about the podcast. Yeah, I especially like to get criticism about the podcast because I can sometimes, if you have a constructive criticism, actually do something about it. Yeah. Uh, In Beth's case, unless it's something she's actually, like, doing while we're recording the podcast, not so much because she doesn't really edit these. Yeah. But Yeah, you know, like, it's it's fine if you want to be constructive about perhaps how we construct the episodes but like it's just like if you go beth has a really annoying voice i can't do anything about that guys <laughs> this is my voice and this is yeah, who i am yeah uh, mm. and also <laughs> like if you're like oh um i i feel like don't tell us anything about um how how people talk like who talks over who and whatnot because actually what you're hearing isn't what actually happened because through the magic of editing i make it appear as if i didn't interrupt beth yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually as if I didn't interrupt Beth. Occasionally Beth interrupts me and I also edit that out. But yeah. it's, it's it's usually me and then I feel bad about it, which is the main reason why I edit it out. <laughs> so no one will ever know. <laughs> anyway, I feel like that's us done yeah, for, we, for tonight. We're um, done. Yeah, we've been talking for three hours now. That is more, oh, than, that's more than enough recording time. The uh, the plan is to have another episode next week, because you're off next week as well, aren't you, Beth? Yes, yeah. Um, I have no idea what we're going to do that. No, I'm not always going to do I'd like it to be a science kind of fiction episode, but I just I just don't think we're going to get I feel like there. if we were going to do sci-fi tropes, we've got to do some like homework. We've got to like get some notes together. Yeah. I mean, definitely even talk about the different types of... You want to talk about Mass Effect Andromeda, I get it. I know, but yeah. But I, it's like, even if I somehow acquired Mass Effect Andromeda between now and then, which is unlikely, I probably wouldn't have played enough of it that you could talk about it in a non-spoilerific way. Yeah. I'm I'm not, I haven't really played enough about it that I can even talk about it in a remotely spoilery way. I think yeah, right. I think everything about Mass Effect Andromeda I've played so far, which this isn't going to be the same in a week when I probably will have finished the game, but like... <laughs> It's it's one of these things. Where it's like I'm I'm barely into this game at the minute. I've just done the first settlement mission. I haven't oh, found wow. like you know really anything. I've only just met all the characters and stuff like that. Haven't even mm. met Jal yet. Um, so that said, I'm not entirely sure when because I can't conceptualize time apparently. But Beth either played through or watched through Night in the Woods. I I have. What I actually did was I watched um, a bit of it and that just sort of talked about the ending and the themes in it rather than... Oh. So I know how the game ends, but I haven't watched full playthrough yet because I was waiting... My point is, I really want to talk about Night Night in the Woods and if you can come into my inbox and, like, give me a relevant topic that will allow me to basically talk about Night in the Woods for an hour, um, you would get, like, starring credit because that would be amazing. Yeah. It's stuff like again, like themes and meaning in narrative is. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. It's full of that stuff. But I yeah, don't, like that's definitely an episode. That. But it's like we'll be talking about media properties for the most part, and then how do you work this into a game? You know, it's like yeah. And I'm like, I just actually want to talk about Night in the Woods and how good it was for an yeah. hour, and occasionally relate that very tangentially to the topic we've chosen. Yeah, I get you, I but get if you. But you if, you if, if somebody out there can figure out what the perfect topic to talk about that would allow me to do that is, um, I would be so eternally grateful. Mm. I mean, I suppose technically what I could do... I, I don't even need to do this is the thing, because I'm, I'm thinking, oh, what I technically could do is make a video for my own channel where I talk about that. I don't need to, because I already did. 
there were four of them and it was me streaming the game. <laughs> four, like, vid- talk... four videos is not enough, damn it. Like I talk at the time about what's so really cool about the bits of the game that I saw. Every moment that I experienced the game was in fact live on stream. So I just I just want to talk about he it. He just really loves Like the Woods. I, I really do. I think it's because like I've been following its development like for nigh on two and a half years yeah. and I was so worried that they would like put all of this effort and time into it and it would be shit. Yeah. And it wasn't and I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is always good when things you want to be good turn out to be good. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's you know uh, like I would I'm say good. if if you watch if you watch nothing uh, else of those uh, those videos, um watch the end of the last one where I talk about the ending because there's a like a semi-funny bit where I talk about the M.R. James story, A Warning to the Curious, as well. And if you're intrigued by what that could possibly have to do with Night in the Woods, you probably should watch that bit of that video. You know? mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. It, it absolutely is, because we need to go. Um, so I've been Alex. I've been Beth. Uh, the music was by Kevin McLeod. I have absolutely no idea what sort of uh, sort of you know fair use image I'm going to find to represent what we were talking about in this episode, but it's probably going to be horrifying. I mean, but I'll give a credit for that in the yeah, in the description. I mean, inevitably, well. it's going to be the creation of Frankenstein, but we've already used Frankenstein. Yeah, we've, we've already <laughs> used Frankenstein like I think multiple times. Yeah, something. we love that guy. <laughs> um, we will see you all next time. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye.